Hello and welcome to Title Pending. I'm your host, Rocket, and the NFL regular season is finally over. Uh, I missed the last two weeks in terms of recording podcasts, but the Cowboys were playing the Titans and Commanders, the Titans with Josh Dobbs at quarterback and most of their starters missing, and the Commanders in what was effectively a meaningless Week 18 game. That being said, the Cowboys naturally had to go and make everybody panic by looking terrible in their final regular season game before the playoffs. Um, there wasn't a lot to take away from the Tennessee game, so we're not going to really talk about it. And then I, I don't want to get too worked up about the Washington game. Yes, the Cowboys looked terrible. Yes, they got smacked around by a fifth-round a fifth round rookie quarterback that had never taken a snap in the NFL before. And in general, just looked terrible. Dak Prescott looked awful. One of the worst games of his career, bar none. The running game is still extremely concerning without Terrence Steele. They haven't really been able to get any... Anything going, running the ball since Terrence Steele went down. Uh, the highest yards per carry in a game they've had since Steele went down is 2.9. They just can't get anything going on the ground without him. And that is a legitimate source of concern heading into the playoffs because of how much this team likes running the ball into brick walls on first down and asking Dak Prescott to do a lot on third down. But as far as the Washington game, I don't want to take too much from it because there are a lot of there is a lot of evidence that the Cowboys didn't really take it all that seriously. Uh, whether that was having Trayvon Mullen take serious snaps out at outside corner to see what he had, or not really using any kind of play action or motion, when they, while yes, they don't use a ton of play action or motion normally, they still use a good amount of it, uh, more than what they did in this game, which was three total passes off play action. Uh, that being said, uh, congrats to the Philadelphia Eagles on winning the NFC East, and they will have the one seed through the NFL playoffs, so they'll have home field advantage the whole way through. Uh, and that leaves the Cowboys as the five seed, and they go play the eight and nine Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa on a Monday night for a playoff game. And I could not be more concerned heading <laughs> in that playoff game. Uh, just when you think the Cowboys might be changing, uh, they play a game like the Washington game to remind you that sometimes they might still be who they say they are. Um, so as far as the Tampa game goes. Playing Brady in the playoffs is never a cakewalk. There's never anything that you can say like, okay, we're going to go play Tom Brady in the playoffs. We should expect to win. No, you got to go in there. Yes, they're 8-9. and nine. Yes, they look terrible. Yes, they really struggled with Atlanta this week. And yes, uh, and sure, Brady didn't play a lot of that game, but it still looked very familiar for the Bucks this year. Yes, their offensive line is beat up. Yes, they have issues. Yes, Todd Bowles is a bad coach, but... They still have Tom Brady, and they it's still the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. And until they prove it to me, I don't believe in them to go far. Um, I'm optimistic. I think the Cowboys are the better team. But they got smoked by Tampa week one. Those teams don't exist anymore, obviously. They're very different teams than they were week one. But I'm still expecting the worst when it comes to, the, to this game. Uh, but I, I'm also kind of optimistic because I know the Cowboys are the better team. Uh, being the better team has not served them super well this year, though. Uh, with the, Most of their losses have been to teams that are objectively worse than them. They are really good against teams that are about their level or better. Uh, having only one loss to any team really in within range of them, which is the Eagles with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Uh, but I just... The Washington game really did damper some optimism. Uh, I have faith that they might get it turned around. And the Cowboys have been really good this year coming off a loss. They haven't lost two in a row all year. And I think they, they'll they come around. They'll take it seriously. But knowing the Cowboys, they'll have some kind of stupid error that will send them home. 
The, my biggest issue is they can they continued insistence on running the ball. They're averaging two and a half yards per carry since Terrence Steele went down, and they keep putting Dak Prescott in terrible situations with third and longs and asking him to bail him out. And he has been phenomenal at that this year. Don't get that twisted. He has been incredible. He's the best third down quarterback in the NFL this year by EPA per play and basically every advanced stat you can find. Until the Washington game, where he was absolutely terrible on really any down, but specifically third down. And I think that's just a symptom of the fact that the Cowboys asked him to do so much. At If they just were able to get him into more comfortable passing situations that aren't third and eight, third and nine, third and ten, even anything really longer than third and six is too long for, to be asking your quarterback to consistently convert. Uh, it's just... They ask him to do a lot, and when you're do- doing something like the Washington game where you don't have wide receivers that can separate, where you don't have an O-line that can block, and you don't have any kind of running game, you're asking your quarterback to do the impossible. Nobody's going to succeed in that situation. And they just need to have a better game plan going into Tampa. They can't run the ball up the middle for 20, for 20 times for 25 yards like they have been. Uh, and they just there's just nothing there that uh, they can really do besides just ask Dak to try and throw it because right now their receivers suck. So they're not going to win on third down the man-to-man coverage or really any critical down because you can't outside of CD uh, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. He's, he's looked good since he came back, but he's also a 33 year old wide receiver signed off the street. He was on the street for a reason. Uh, and he's your wide receiver too, because Noah Brown has turned into a pumpkin since the start of the year. Um, Dalton Schultz has alligator arms and can't catch anything that is, that is anywhere outside his Jersey number. And in general, there's just no athletes on this team at the wide receiver or tight end spots. It They don't have any speed. And the speed, the lack of speed is really what's concerning me about going into Tampa. Because, yes, Todd Bowles isn't a good head coach. But what he can do is still coach defense. He's a great defensive coach still. Uh, and he understands that the Cowboys have no speed at receiver or tight end. So they have no, no chance of going deep. And that's been the issue with the Cowboys all year is that Anytime the offense bogs down, it's because teams understand that they are not going to be beat deep by any receiver. Because it, if they are, it'll, they can catch up because they're so slow. Uh, and a lot of the times when you see the Cowboys offense struggling, it's because it's a lot of uh, throws over the middle in tight windows because nobody can separate. And, there's, and Michael Gallup just has to be better. That's the only way the Cowboys are going anywhere this year is if one of the receivers steps up outside of CD. Whether it's Gallup, who got paid, and he needs to step up at this point. I know he was coming off an ACL injury, but like he's just got to play better. And that's really all we can ask. We can't afford to waste a year of him recovering from an ACL when this core is going to start aging soon. Dak is about to be 30. It's not, uh, it's not a young core anymore. They're not the guys from 2016 that you could be like, oh, maybe we, we can be ready to contend in five years after... 2016, or maybe we're, the window is not going to be stay open for very long. Yes, you have young guys on defense, but defense is not sustainable year to year. A lot of a lot of stats back that up. That offensive sustainability is a lot easier than defensive sustainability, and the vast majority of your offense is starting to get pretty old. Uh, Tyron Smith is most likely retiring soon. Zach Martin is getting up there in age. Dak has hit 30. Zeke is basically washed already. Um, and your your replacement on the offensive line in terms of young players is. Really limited. Connor McGovern is like an average left guard at best. Tyler Biotis is a solid center. Uh, Terrence Steele is coming off an ACL injury next year. And while, yes, he was amazing this year, coming off an ACL injury for a tackle, who knows what he looks like. And, yeah, Tyler Smith is really the only cornerstone we have on the offensive line that 
is young and that you can count on. And defensively, you still have Michael Parsons, but even still, most of his supporting cast is kind of getting up there in age too. Demarcus Lawrence isn't going to stay is going to stay healthy for much longer. Um, Trayvon Diggs is great, but they don't have any corners be- beside him. Linebackers are a problem with Leighton Van Der Esch being really the only competent linebacker out there. Demon Clark might be good at some point, and right now he has shown flashes this year, but he's not he's not good right now consistently at least. He he definitely has flashes that convince me that yeah he can be a big part of the future. But for right now, I he's not a he's not a good NFL linebacker. And then their safeties are good, but a lot of those guys are free agent. Donovan Wilson's a free agent. Um, Malik Hooker has serious health issues in terms of track record. And then Jaron Curse is a mixed bag if he's ever going to stay healthy. Even though I love him, they just they just need to. This is if they're going to succeed, it's going to have to be this year. Essentially, it's either this year or next year, and that is it. Because this window is not going to stay open for very long. It doesn't stay open in the NFL for very long for any team, really. Um, and this NFC is particularly weak. So if the Cowboys want to take advantage, they have to do it this year. Uh, as far as going into the Tampa game, I'm optimistic as well because we're getting a lot of guys back health health wise. Leighton Van Der Esch has missed the last three games, and he will be back for the playoffs. Jonathan Hankins as well is most likely going to be back. Tyler Biotis missed the Washington game and missed half of the Tennessee game, and he was one of the and it was pretty clear the offensive line missed him badly. Uh, so he will be back, and that gives us an actual center and pushes McGovern back to left guard. Uh, Hankins will be back, and Van Der Esch being back means hopefully your front seven looks a little better going into the going into the week. Deron Bland missed half of the Washington game with a chest contusion, but they said that that will not be a long term issue, so he should be back for the playoff game. And but. Outside corner, you're really struggling to find a guy. Right now, the rumors are maybe you run out Xavier Rhodes out there. And Rhodes is bad. He's washed, washed. But right now, he's better. He's a better option than Nashawn Wright, Trayvon Mullen, or Kelvin Joseph. And that's unfortunate. But the Cowboys just don't have an NFL second corner right now since Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis got hurt. And people who are complaining about Anthony Brown are really eating their words right now. It can get a lot worse than Anthony Brown as your second corner in the NFL. Uh, but yeah, the Cowboys go play Tampa Monday night. I hate that they get to that they got forced on Monday night because I don't think a Monday night playoff game is fair. I understand that yeah, you go Sunday to Saturday in the playoffs a lot, or you go uh, so it's not necessarily unfair uh, compared to some other things. But at the same time, I also don't think Monday to Sunday quite. Uh, Monday to Sunday is quite fair because the team on the bye gets the extra day uh, that compared to the team that's coming off um, that's coming off their Monday their Monday playoff game or, or if they play a team that had a Saturday playoff game that's two extra days of rest but I the NFL wants the ratings so they'll put the Cowboys on Monday night because the Cowboys versus Tom Brady is going to do numbers regardless of team quality uh, so yeah uh, there's not really a ton to say. The Cowboys definitely did not look very good heading into their last game. And they get to be the five seed, so they play Tampa. And playing Tom Brady is always scary. But Aaron Rodgers got knocked out, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, but the Niners are still there, and I think the Niners are the best team in the playoffs. And I am scared if if they even get that far to play the Niners because that team is disgustingly good uh, top to bottom. And their weak link might be a quarterback. And even then, Brock Purdy has played really, really well since he came in. And who knows, maybe he turns into a pumpkin at some point, but right now he doesn't look like it. Other than that, the 
The Bucks are missing a lot of guys. Their own line's beat up. Uh, Brady is looks a little uncomfortable at times back there. Their wide receivers are oldish. Mike Evans has looked bad all year, but he turned back the clock a little bit this the last couple of weeks. Chris Godwin has been hurt and in and out. Julio Jones is old, but he can still he can still run. Uh, and defensively, they're not quite the same defense that people expected going into the year. Uh, so hopefully, the Cowboys' offense can really turn it around because. Honestly, I don't think you need to score more than like 26, 27 points to beat Tampa this year. I don't think they have the offensive firepower to score more than that. They haven't really shown it all year. So I'm expecting, as long as the Cowboys can get a few good drives going, they should be able to beat Tampa. However, it's Tom Brady. You can never count him out. So I guess we just kind of have to see. Uh, I am excited for the NFL playoffs. I miss I miss playoff football. I watched the Jags-Titans game, and that was awesome environment-wise, and the crowd was great. And that kind of football is what you miss about. So just being in the playoffs as a Cowboys fan is always a fun time because the crowds are always are always raucous and ecstatic. And I'm excited to watch my team be in the playoffs for back-to-back years for the first time in my really aware life. I didn't get to see the 06-07 uh, back-to-back playoff burst, and both those games stunk. So hopefully this one goes a little better than 07 did. But yeah, I'm going to probably do a playoff preview in the next couple of days before the game start and break down some of the games and my predictions for how the playoffs go. But outside of that, there's not a ton to say. Let's hope the Cowboys show up a little bit more than they have the last couple, the last couple times. Uh, and they don't repeat what happened in the Niners game, especially with the offensive line, just show up, compete. And hopefully Tampa is not good enough to keep up with your talent, but yeah, that's about it for today. Y'all have a great day.